Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Yes, Rahul. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Ready Noon PC has been conducting Zoom calls or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. Go ahead, Sruti. Sri, go ahead, sorry. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. I, I, I am. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Raul. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, my priority date is in December 2013, mm-hmm. and uh, my 485 is pending right now. Uh, uh, we had applied for the EB-5, direct EB-5 application in 2018, which got approved mm-hmm. uh, last month. So mm-hmm. right now we have two options, either to file adjustment of status in the application through EB-5 or wait for my uh, EB-2 priority date to become current. So would you, add, uh, given the current situation, would you advise uh, to go with EB-5 or the stay with the EB-2? And your priority date is 2013. December 2013, yeah. Here is, I, I will tell you, I, I will tell you what is good with EB2 and what is good for EB5, but you will have to make a decision because sometimes, you know, you don't know whether green is better or red is better, right? You can't make a choice. Here is the problem with the EB5. EB5's main problem is, first of all, if you apply for the adjustment of status, by the time you get the permanent green card, now there is a temporary green card and there's a permanent green card, is right? right? You know yeah. that, is right? Right, so right, by the right. time you get the permanent green card, it may take seven years, 10 years. And you may not even get it because there is a 50% risk in getting the EB-5 green card in general. Maybe, you know, yours is better, maybe yours is worse in general. But in EB-2, you know that 99% of the people will get the green card. But the question is, when? Is it going to be one year? Is it going to be 20 years? I don't know. Right. See the point? So, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, so uh, with the H29, which you are mentioning, which is taking a long time, right? Five to six years to get uh, the removal of conditions with EB-5, right? So are there chances that the processing time will improve in near future? I don't know, but there are two things. Processing time is one thing. What about the chance of denial? Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not worried more about processing time. I'm more worried whatever the chance of denial. So you will have to take a judgment call. If I were you, I'm not telling you, don't come back after five years, seven years. Rahul, I left you because of that. Now EB-5 would have got the green card and EB-2, I'm still there. Okay. If I were you, I would stick with EB-2. Now, if you did not file the adjustment of status, if you're pre- and you're not in adjustment of status, I would have gone with EB-5. Next person, please. Mohinder. Very it's good a tough morning, choice, Ayan. Go ahead, Mohinder, go ahead. Yeah, I, am I audible? 
you are. Oh, thank you. So, uh, Raul, uh, my max H1B max out is 30th Jan 2023. And uh, still, uh, I didn't hear about my perm status. And as per employer, they, they filed in did the you, month did, of... Did you say January 2023 is the six years? Yes, that's correct. Man, why do people contact so late? Okay, go ahead. So my employer, they said that they have filed the perm in the month of April. They said third week or fourth week, but they didn't share any receipt number or the exact date when they filed it. And yeah. yesterday I had a discussion with them and they are asking, they are saying, okay, maybe it will be approved this week, next week or till the 10th. And then they will take the decision to file for the B1. So here's the question, <laughs> suggestion I need. Mm -hmm. Shall I go for, uh, as per their advice that shall I go for the B1 visa till the approval comes or no? Or What other options you have? on the table uh, i don't have any option either uh, to go back and when the visa will be approved and come back or stay on the b1 for uh, without pay and the work for uh, one or two months yeah well you have to take those options one of those options would they allow you to remotely work from india no it's uh, my client is a finance consultant so they don't allow me so yeah i mean as long as they are cooperating with you and you, which which uh, date you said they filed? April what? April third week. Okay, I'm just looking at an approval today, uh, okay. which was filed on April eighth. Eighth. April eighth. Yeah. So uh, let's look into. I mean, it, that was one hour ago, and there's one other. April eleventh is one hour ago. Uh, that got approval. And April 11th, oh, there is one, April 29th also we got approval. That so was is, 20 hours ago. Oh. And there's April 20th, yeah, that got approved. When did that get approved? Sorry. That got approved two days ago. So it's not the sequence-wise, it's a random... But they person. are in general in April right now. Then I see one in April 5th, four days ago, three, two days ago. Uh, April 5th, two days ago. So yeah, you never know. So yeah, I, I, you have to, you can move to B2 because one of the problem with the going to India is once you're not in the limelight, they will forget about you. Correct. You see the point? If you are in United States, oh, okay, let me convert this guy. So there are good possibilities for it. So yeah, if they're telling you to go on B2, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. So, okay, my one, uh, just need your suggestion. If we, would there be any issue in future while having the GC or something that they will ask, no. why did you stay? Okay. Oh, well, I want to pack my bags. I want to, you know, I, don't, I just don't want to, I've been living here for six years. I can't just sell car like a day and go. Um, so you can definitely, I don't see any problem in it. The only thing is that you cannot work, which you cannot work in India too. Uh, do you have an option of H4 though? Uh, no, no. My wife, she is no. on the H4 and she's not working. Okay, then, then, then B2, I, I wouldn't say it's a bad option. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so a couple of friends, they are asking to contact the couple of senators, uh, local senators, if they can help out. Is that good nah, enough? <laughs> next nah. person, please. Okay, next thank person. you. Yeah. Shiva? Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. <clears throat> Uh, my priority date is January 2014. I'm planning to move to full time on EAD, but my son is seven. 
my son is 17 years old <clears throat> i think his age is locked i just want to get confirmation from you before i move to ead okay when was uh, you are an eb2 or eb3 uh eb2 i refiled in april 2022 and i got ead okay, and ap for <coughs> and the final action date was current is it right for you yeah yes yes it, it was current and you, okay so his final action is locked in right now definitely yeah. is locked in eb2 so i don't see any problem in you moving out of the company i don't so okay so if i can you continue working on ead while you going to college yeah if if the person is locked in cspa i would let him use the ead okay and another question when he suppose if i don't get the gc by 20, my son 21 he can continue on ead after 21 yeah okay you don't see any problem coming out of country going right in going to india and coming back to us on ap no no i don't okay. see any problem next okay, person thanks sir anand anand yeah uh, can you hear me yes go ahead anand uh, hi rahul uh, thanks for taking my call uh, this is regarding my uh, i485 um, application uh, pending status so mm-hmm. my uh, mine is uh, eb1 and uh, it was uh, i140 was approved in uh, 17th november 2020 and, 2020 uh, yes and okay, priority date is long time ago yeah and priority date is 2013 for eb2 uh, currently in okay. i am in ead so more than 2 years there is no move uh, rahul so could you suggest if i could take any action from my side yes I want you to file a writ of mandamus. Um, there's a guy by name Stephen Brown in our office. He's the one who takes the people to the court. That's a very good case to go to the court. EB1 prior to date is 2012-13. I don't know what your prior date is. Even if it's 2020-2020, also it still is what? That's a long period of time. Okay? Okay. I've, I sent you a video. I want you to watch the video. And then you should try to contact that lawyer. Okay. Thank you, Raghul. Thank you for the information. So, shall I receive an, uh, the link to my email? I give email? it to you. Okay. I give it to you, Anna. I okay. give it to you on the chat. Did you, did you get it? I, I will check it. Thank you very much, Raghul. Yeah, check in the chat. Um, next person, please. Sunil. Uh, hello. Yeah. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, so my uh, priority date is EB2. It is 2015 October. So nowadays I kept, uh, keep hearing from other lawyers like um, uh, about EB2 NIW. So I would like mm-hmm. to know like more about is it a good you, you option? You are already are in EB2. Why do you need EB2 NIW? So it's faster? It's No, it's not faster. It is a okay. little bit more independent. Maybe you need to consider EB1A, not EBNIW, though. Are you getting EB1A the point? Look, looks like the eligibility. I don't think it's uh, I'm eligible. Yeah, okay. I got the point. So you may want to try to that side rather than EB national interest waiver, though. National interest waiver is good for anybody else other than Indians. Oh, I see. Okay. For us, it's Especially, the same. Yeah, it's the same. You know, you go to one McDonald's to Burger King, it's still the same. Okay. A Mm -hmm. little bit is different. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. This is Harish here. 
Uh, I can yeah, I can recently to use and uh, I got a better opportunity here. And, but uh, I have a bond with my current employer. To a certain time period, I need to work with them. So nearly eighteen months. So, so uh, in that case, uh, if we break the contract before uh, the end period, mm -hmm. so what would be the impact uh, for my extension? How much? Next how much? How much money that guy is telling you to pay? Uh, it's nearly thirty-five thousand USD. If I break oh the contract, oh my goodness! Yeah. That's a lot. So not, I yeah. would I would recommend it to contact a very good lawyer. His name is Ajay Chaudhary. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. And I will give you the. He's not from our law firm. Okay. He's worth every penny. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Uh yeah. Uh, that's it. Okay. Okay then. Sayed. Hey, Rahul, uh, Sayed, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, my question is regarding, uh, I had a conversation with you uh, before. My priority date is uh, May 2014, and I filed mm -hmm. uh, uh, EB2 and EB3 during 2020 and 2021. Now, uh, because of that date that moved back, I filed uh, uh, EB1B, I-140, and it got approved uh, last week. Mm -hmm. Very good. Now, my question is, how do I link my uh, EB-3485 to uh, the EB-1I-140? Because I filed a 485 Did you say EB-1B is the right? You said yes. EB-1B is the right? You can file yes. a I-485J supplement with the company supplementing your EB-2 or EB-3485 to EB-1. That's one thing. Other thing is that just file another 485. That's another step you can do if you are an H1B right now. I'll start using EAD. Um, but did you leave the company that? No, I'm still with the same company. So the H1B expired? Uh, I, I moved to EAD. I started using uh, EAD. How? How? 485 EAD. So I, I, know. I Tell me how. How did you use it? So uh, I believe there is something with the HR. I need to give the copy of uh, EAD. And no, 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 that's not enough. Okay. When is your H1B expiring, Mr. Syed? Uh, it expires in February of next year. 2023. You're perfectly yes. fine. You can file a fresh 485. You're still on H1B. Just because you gave the EAD to the company, which already have the H1B, doesn't mean that you started using the EAD. Yes. If you started working part-time some other company, it's a different issue. Oh, actually, I have a part-time part employment and I gave the, uh, that EAD to the to the second employer as well. Okay. So now I'm, I'm on EAD no. then. Yeah, then then just file the 485J supplement to okay. replace to, to the 485, okay? So I have, one, I have one 485J to link uh, EB2 to EB3. Can I file the other one? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. you can. Okay. okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Mukhat. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question. My company has filed uh, a GC in EB2 category for me. I'm having H1 right now. Um, will moving out of the country on uh, maybe Canada and working there uh, on a manager position and coming back after a year, um, would make me eligible to upgrade it to EB1 
or well, I yeah, have to come back on it, it will make it eligible but just just because I'm a US citizen okay I'm eligible to get the 100 meters Olympics is right I can go to uh -huh. 100 meters Olympics and get the winning from representing USA but I, I don't want to tell my age to you okay <laughs> um so 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 it's just not that you go and work as a manager and come back you must be a very high level manager i normally uh -huh. tell people that if you have 10 employees working directly reporting to you you will be in a better position 10 reporting in canada 10 reporting once you come back you will be in a, if you just go and then you're just a, called a manager okay and then you're just uh -huh. managing yourself there and there's nobody else who's reporting and you, when you come back you do the same then your chances of getting the EB1C approval are very, very less. It, it becomes like more intentional to go out there for a year and come back to just upgrade yourself, right? Right, right. But if you have like, let's say for a ground, 100 employees working under, underneath you and you come back under, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. If it's 10, mm -hmm. it's good. If it's 100, well, they'll just approve it. I mean, they won't even look any of the arguments we make. Okay. Can I ask one more question? Go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, for uh, maxing out, um, if we have to reset. Why are you worried about of maxing out? You said this you is for my spouse. This is for my spouse. Got uh, it. Got his it. visa is getting maxed out, and um, if he has to travel out of the country and he has to visit, oh, you reset, got uh, will that be counted? Sorry, uh, my question I posted in the chat as well. Any, if I'm cutting out any, again. It, any time, uh, any time that your husband spends outside the country would be considered to have been not counted towards the H-1B time, though. Okay. Okay. So, so the other the, the other issue that I have is that he has eligibility for H-4 plus EAD. I don't know why he's not using it. He can, but we just don't want him to be dependent all the time. Or he can always move back. To, he can always move back to H1B instead of spending his time outside this country. No, he has L1A and it's getting maxed out. And uh, ah, L1A, not H1. Got the point. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Go. So go ahead. So he he goes outside the country and then what? Yeah. So if he has to visit us in between that one year, will that cooling of period be reset to his last exit date or will it be like a cumulative to whatever time frame he was outside the country and uh, cumulative. just this day? Cumulative, cumulative. So if that okay. in that one year, he's visited two months to United States, that'll be taken off from his two months period. Then it would be just, he has to extend another two months. Uh, of stay there. And, yeah. Okay. So if he's, if he went in, in January though, and he wants to come back in January, but in two months he came and visited the United States. That two months will be taken off. Okay, so then so he has to come in March. Yeah, in March. Okay. March. Yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Thank you. Manju. Hi, I have a, I have a question not related to whatever somebody just asked. Uh, so I have a situation where my dad, um, during the COVID season, uh, was supposed to stay only for six months, but he stayed beyond six months, but less than one year. But I applied for extension all legally and uh, did not get the response. So uh, I sent him back before he hits the one year limit. Uh, mm -hmm. But after he left, 
close to eight after eight months he left we got the denial because he did not show up for uh biometrics obviously yeah he will have to go for stamping again before he tries to come back into united states though okay is it is the reason it... is that the reason what they are telling is that since he has left the country though he has abandoned the application since he abandoned the application they will they may consider they may not will they may consider his stay to be not legal from the time i94 expired and then the question comes in hey, he uh, my dad already has a passport stamping which is valid for the next 7 years that's where the problem if somebody stays not legally in united states for one day the passport stamping becomes invalid okay got it because, yeah i what is strange is i applied the same reason to my mom and dad and my mom somehow got approved uh without even going for biometrics uh, but my dad's got denied uh, sir you were saying something something yeah yeah so i applied the same reason uh, i applied at the same time both for my mom and dad but uh, surprisingly mm-hmm. my dad, my mom's went through fine it, it was approved but my dad i know was... i know i know you will have to get your dad's application visa application um ds160 form make an appointment that will be in a better way okay okay it will will it will it be a consular interview or dropbox because he already possesses uh, yeah there is a chance they may just do the dropbox there is a chance they may call for the interview since it's a covid period he stayed for that long period of time and you know how india was at that time how people were scared at that point of time they normally excuse them and give the passport stamp okay. it may be interview it may not be interview we don't know next thank you i recommend getting the stamping done thank you arb yeah hi hi sir this is ramesh um, so i have a question like you know uh, i got uh, my recently gcad got approved uh, if i'm change am i i also have h1b valid until 2024 january uh, if i'm changing my client allocation if i want to continue with h1b extension as well is it better to be on h1b in case of any of the uh, issues in future i, I do also have an i140 approved on eb1c So just want to check, like you know, is it better to continue on the H1B extension or can I use GCAD? I'll just be on the line, KRB. Just okay. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me, KRB? Yes. Yeah, yes, we can hear you, yeah. Rahul. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I repeat my question. Do, do you want me to repeat my question? Yes. Please. Okay. Yeah. So I have uh, got GCAD recently. Uh, I also have H1B extension valid until 2024 January. um i'm actually supposed to change to another client and location so my question is that uh, should i file amendment extension h1b or uh, i can also use gcad but just on the safer side uh, should i kind of you know office to file h1b extension just information my i140 under eb1c is also approved i'm just waiting for uh, 485 approval oh eb1c i140 has been approved and you right. have the ead right. i would I not I, i would not file any extension i would just use the ead okay the um, main thing I, is the e1c i140 approval that's not that easy to get approval once that is approved you're pretty much clean now okay 
So even though you apply H one B extension, they'll not give more than a year, right? I guess they will give you, they will give three years because your project is not current action. Yeah, they will only give you yeah, one current. year. I don't see a reason. Yeah. yeah, I don't see a reason why you need to file a H one B extension. What if they create a problem in that? That could that. I, I would not. I would not do that. Okay. Oh, okay. Next person. Got you. Thank you. Anay. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So I have a similar question to the other gentleman. So my parents were here during the COVID, and uh, they stayed for six months, applied for extension, and they abandoned the application at that time. The only difference is they are Canadian citizens, so they don't have a visa stamping. So when they come next time, they, do they need to do anything specific? Will they have a problem? Yeah, because if they stayed not legally in United States, though, uh, they need to get a visa stamping. If I'm not, re uh, they're not exempt from the uh, visa waiver thing because they violated the status. Okay. Okay, so they need to apply for a visa. Yeah. Yeah. Then it apply for the visa because once you violate it, then the visa waiver doesn't work anymore. Next person, please. Madhu, Bharti, Ravi. If anybody has any questions, guys, please raise your hand. Uh, KRB. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sir. Uh, actually, the, the follow-up question, I, I forgot to miss that. I was on the uh, EB1C. Um, uh, is that something should we notify to the employer if we are uh, give something you know to change when you are from H1 to GCAD? Or is it like automatic process? So. No, you don't have to inform the immigration or anybody like that. You just need to give the EAD to your employer if he is not already been provided for. That's all. There is no process. There is nothing involved in it. You don't have to file the change of status. You don't have to inform the immigration. You don't have to do anything. Just give the EAD to the employer. That's it. Next person. Okay. Sanil. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, so I'm filling uh, this uh, B2 uh, application for my uh, mother and brother. Uh, so just wondering, are you aware of the wait times to get a new B2 visa? I recommend not to do the B2 extensions for the parents and brothers. The reason, remember, there are a couple of people who are telling that they, get it, they got into trouble and they have to get their entire passport stamping again. Right now, it's not a COVID period. It's not advisable for people to extend it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the new uh, visa, not extension. They are not here. I want to bring them here. Ah. Oh, 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 okay. This is the first time you're filing? Yeah, yeah. So it's not an extension. Yeah, you can file it. Um, file mom and brother separately, though. That's one thing that I would recommend. Now, they are telling that there are no visa appointments available until 2025 if you go for a B2 yeah. visa. So I would recommend to wait a little bit because they're opening a lot of slots. Don't book it for 2025. I would try to refresh and refresh. Check, you know, once in a month, a couple of times, okay? And then try to make an appointment, not in 2025, but probably in 2023. Okay, and uh, yeah, it's good to file separately, right? That's what... Uh... It's good to file separately. Don't combine them. Oh, okay, good. Got it. Okay, thank you. Upendra. Uh, hello. Uh, can you yes. hear me? Yes, Upendra, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, I have uh, uh, dropped my uh, documents for the Dropbox at Hyderabad location, and then uh, I've got an uh, status update saying that it was refused. So. Different interview. 
they'll call me for my interview yeah okay it's I a mean, like, box refused means that they will call you for the interview okay refused means they are going to call me at the for the interview right right yeah i mean like how should i be prepared i mean is there any specific things that they will be looking at uh, or I, just, uh, i need to i need to, uh, I need to you know i can't tell i need to study from the beginning which company for the hp if there is any faults in it and all those things and then i can prepare so it may be worth for you to make an appointment and then i will go through that entire thing it's just very yeah. hard for me to yeah uh, uh, my uh, some of the tips why why you think there may be some problems and then i will also research you have to give all the companies from the beginning you work with and i will i have some tools where i can check in those places if they have any bad records okay okay uh, um because like uh, our company's attorney is uh, you only rahul uh, so pro- it's code tech code tech okay uh, we don't so probably yeah so yeah um yeah okay, make okay. an appointment and we'll go over the charts sure. okay okay perfect perfect yeah thank you next person please and this ram. will be the last person for today guys kranti ram sangeeta iphone yes they got their answers uh yeah rahul uh, no one is okay such good then thank you guys for coming the next zoom call will be tomorrow at 3:30 pm thank you everyone thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day Thank you.